Thank you for joining us. Thank you for hanging out with us. We're going to get straight into this morning's edition of Fresh Politrix. We are joined on the line by Professor Sipo Sepe, hashtag Fresh Politrix. Today we are talking about Auntie Patricia DeLille. The DA's choice for mayor of Cape Town, Dan Plato, may have to wait a bit longer to wear the mayoral chain, with incumbent Patricia DeLille set to launch another court challenge in the intensifying battle between the mayor and her party. She says she will challenge the procedural errors in this week's council sitting when a report that recommended she be criminally charged was tabled. She says she wanted the court to rule on the matter before Wednesday, the court she previously undertook to hand over the baton to the day rather she previously undertook to hand over the baton to Dan Plato. Please welcome Professor Siposepe. Uh, morning, Prof. Good morning, sir. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. This has been an ongoing battle. Uh, is the writing on the wall for Auntie Pat yet? Well, I think uh, it is. Uh, you can go so far and no further in your battle in the battle between yourself and the party. But uh, what Patricia has uh, decided to do is to make sure that she does. She goes down fighting, mm. and it's something that the DA itself should have understood because uh, she has a persona that she had actually created as a corruption buster, and to be accused of corruption is something that she feels would undermine their uh, reputation. But the DA itself has uh, not handled this uh, well. And uh, it begins to start making of racism. Mm. And also, remember, it is the same party that has not dealt well with uh, previous black leaders. If you think about uh, what happened to Lindy Mazibubo, what happened to Mampila Rampela, now you have uh, Petia DeLille. And uh, the party is not handling this uh, quite well. And they could have actually allowed the agreement between Maimane and Dilil to hold and uh, not to bring this matter up. And Dilil would have actually gone. But what they've actually done, they have actually created another day of fighting. What of the report, though? Should they have just swept the report under the carpet? Well, I, I think what you also have, and it, which is not, not unusual, if she had left on her own, uh, the, the party would have emerged uh, a bit weaker. Mm. But what we now know is that even the report itself, it does not, we seem to have two different versions, which is what the Dillon is, is fighting for. And uh, she says that when you look at it, one part says he's been exonerated, but the other says he's not. But uh, what we know is that no black person, if you fight with a, a white supremacy, they would make sure that at the end of it, you are actually down and out. And what Mantila Ramantila did was simply to walk away and not to employ herself because she understood that uh, she does not have the muscle to be fighting whatever uh, disagreement she had with the DA and with Alexander. But uh, it seems that uh, both parties, but let's make it public, Mm. it was the very same party of transparency that was unwilling to subject it to a public scrutiny and a pu- public uh, uh, to, uh, uh, what was this process. So the DA does not come clean on this one. But unfortunately, like you say, there is also that the lingering uh, perception that uh, she may have a case to answer. Now, when you look at the first round of DeLille versus the DA, they kind of backtracked and backed off a little. Was that perhaps ill-advised? 
Well, I think, um, first of all, they've been to court three times. Yeah. And uh, in all those cases, the Gillian has actually won. Mm. Because she has used the notion of procedure and process, which, of course, she's entitled to. But uh, when you are a party and you are found to be wanting by the courts, and you claim you, uh, you uh, present yourself as uh, this holier than thou, it doesn't look good for you. What they should have actually done is to proceed with the demands that the people can judge me. Mm. But if you are going to say the Nicodemacy in a corner and then come out and say, I'm wrong, I'm not going to accept it. So I think the party there failed because it, it effectively it was saying we would like to do our issues in dark corners mm. where we have total control. They were afraid that what the deal will do will create a far greater damage. But unfortunately, the, the DA cannot stand as a party that supports transparency at the moment. And it cannot stand as a party that supports process. And it has been found one thing. Even if in the end it will win, because uh, there is so, the deal can fight up to a point. Mm. And uh, she cannot continue. And I think the the writing is on the wall. It's just a matter of time. You can't continue to push yourself into a party that does not want you. If you could advise Auntie Pat right now, Professor Sepe, what would you say to her? Well, I, I, I think, um, look, uh, the, the people who need advice is the DA. They need to understand that in the end, the DA is an individual. The party remains law, uh, is going to be there, and it is a party that is going to contest future elections. And uh, this is more damaging to, 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 to it. Mm. At the moment, there's far greater sympathy for guns. Is that uh, if you, she has a case to answer, do it properly. And she wants to keep that with her as she goes into the political wilderness. My day in court. We've heard that before. We'll see how this plays out. Thank you very much, Professor Sipo Seepe, on the issue of Auntie Pat. What are your thoughts? Maybe you'd like to share your opinions. You can uh, get in touch. Our WhatsApp hotline is 0815 Hashtag Fresh Breakfast across all other social media.